Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, hi. It's been a minute. It's actually been a few weeks. I took I took a few weeks off, a few unexpected weeks off from the podcast. Um, you guys know the meme where she's like sneaking back into the room and she's like, hi. <laughs> Hello. Uh, that's me right now on this podcast. So hello. Welcome back. I'm really excited to be here and be back with you guys. There's so much to catch up on and discuss. Oh my goodness. So it's been a really whirlwind of a few weeks of a month and I wanted so badly to crank out so many podcast episodes for you guys because it was the one year of the podcast. It's the end of the summer and I just didn't have it in me. And so I took a few weeks off. I figured I should take care of myself so then I can pour from my cup into yours and actually give you more value. So thanks for your patience. I missed you. Um, lots to catch up on. I went to Switzerland. I did it. I did it and I did it alone, which is kind of insane because I've never traveled to Europe before and I think I managed to slide through right before everything gets shut down again. So, but it was really beautiful. I basically just read books and sat on trains for hours and went swimming and did basically nothing but just like eat chocolate and chill and relax and that's something that's really hard for me on vacation. It's something I've kind of had to learn how to do is to not feel like I almost have to quote unquote get my money's worth out of the trip. Um, Like I feel like I always have to like be doing things and experiencing things so that I make the trip worth it Um, and I realized that I don't want to. I want to just chill. And so that's what I did. I just chilled. I stayed at this hotel called Villa Honeg, which if you guys have seen it, it is like the Instagram famous hotel in Switzerland that I have been eyeing for years. And I decided to just splurge and treat myself. And it was really beautiful. It was also one of those trips where when I came back and everyone was asking how good it was, the trip, I was like, it was honestly phenomenal. But also I feel like this trip was such a testament to the human experience and let me let me explain that because I feel like it sounds kind of dumb and kind of cheesy but I feel like in my head I've been battling this idea that eventually my life is going to be really good um and not that my life isn't really good but that it won't be bad there won't be anything hard in it and I've kind of felt that way my whole life is that I've kind of always said and thought like well when does this end like when do I get a break like when does the hard stuff just stop for a second so that I can just have this beautiful life and this has kind of been like this eternal lifelong dialogue I've had in my head not that I've had the hardest life ever but it's been pretty constantly hard. <laughs> I haven't really gotten a break since I was a child, which is fine. But I think I've just really clung to this idea that like one day it will be really good and the hard stuff will stop. And I feel like this trip was this really beautiful testament to that. Life can be really, really beautiful even when it's hard. And that I know I talk about those things coexisting all the time, but I feel like it really kind of snapped into place here because going through some personal stuff there's been a lot of personal shifts and changes and things happening in my life and so when I went to Switzerland the timing felt really really interesting um and I think in my head I was like oh this is this 
you know, full circle moment. This is a closing of a chapter. This is me going to go to Europe and have this really beautiful thing. And there were days that I was really sad. There were moments that I was really sad and there were moments where I was ecstatic and there were moments where I was crying tears of joy and all of those just came together (laughs) and coexisted. And I feel like it was just this really beautiful testament that like, I don't need to keep waiting for the good times. The good times are now and they can be here even when the times are hard and to just take moments to really savor what is happening in my life. That's something that I've tried to kind of step into the intention of is really paying attention to what's happening to me right now and to just appreciate it for what it is rather than wishing it was different or wishing it was easier, wishing it was this or that. And so the Switzerland trip was amazing. I feel like that's really what I got out of it. I got to relax. I got to see so many beautiful things, but I feel like I really got to just come into this idea that things just are what they are and I get to appreciate them as they are and to savor the really, really beautiful parts and to just appreciate them for what they are. So that's what we got out of Switzerland and now we're back and my lease is up in a month. If you guys follow along on Instagram, you've probably seen that I'm leaving. Um, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to kind of nomad it for a second. I'm wrapping up my busy season. I have a lot of travel planned with friends and so I'm dropping all of my stuff off at my parents and just traveling around for a minute and going to look at apartments in New York because I, oh my gosh, even as I said that, I got little butterflies. I have wanted to live in New York since I was 17 and it's just never been the time and I've put it off a lot and I think at this point we're like a decade deep in anticipation that I'm really nervous um, and really excited and so I'm just kind of trusting that the universe is going to show me what I need Um, and so that's kind of what's going on right now and business-wise, things are kind of chill for this month. That's what I'm going to catch you guys up on is I have a lot of business podcast ideas planned. And today, as I sat down to record this, I was like, actually, we're going to do something else. So today's going to be more personal, not businessy. But um, there's a lot of good business stuff coming up. We are relaunching Becoming soon. So keep an eye out for that. That is going to be happening next month in October. And seats will be even more limited than before. And we are also adding in so many new things into the program so I'm really excited about that and then oh my gosh you guys this is the longest intro of all time on this podcast um the only other thing business wise that's very exciting is that the creative collab is back and if you're listening to this next week as in the first week of September second week in September it's still open the creative collab is back and if you don't know what this is it is this insane bundle where educators all over the industry come together and you you get this time almost $15,000 of educational resources. Let me say that one more time. $15,000 of educational resources. So you would need to have $15,000 in cash just sitting around to buy all of these courses if you wanted. And you can grab them for $97, which is absolutely insane. So phenomenal. And our contribution over here is the Harsh Light course, which I'm so excited about because doors are closed on that course. They have been for a while, but it's one of my favorite courses ever. So this is the only place you can snag it. And the course itself is a $350 value that you can now snag for $97, which we've never even sold the course for that cheap, I don't think. So it's insane. I'll put the link for you guys in the show notes. And yeah, that's everything business-wise. So We've got a lot of fun things coming up on the podcast soon, but 
today, like I said, I feel like I just had this feeling that we needed to talk about something else. And I was like, okay, what do we need to talk about? And so I was digging through my boxes that I've already started packing. And of course, Untamed was sitting right at the top. And that was one of my biggest things during my Switzerland trip was that I started rereading Untamed, which was really beautiful. And if you guys haven't run Untamed yet, you need to. I will link my book list for you in the show notes as well. But one of my favorite things about Untamed is that I love talking to other people about what they get out of it because there's so much in it that you'll kind of grab something different depending on what kind of you know, stage of life you're in, what you're going through. Everyone I talk to gets something different out of it. And so last time I read it, it was last year. My divorce had just finalized. We were in deep pandemic. And so I grabbed very, very specific things from it. And the book served me so well. You guys know it's like my Bible. And so I was like, okay, we're in like a very different stage of life now. It's time to reread it. And so I would just sit on the trains in Switzerland and reread Untamed. And it was really cool to see what I grabbed from it that I didn't before and what stood out to me that before was just kind of like, oh, that's like cool. That's helpful but that was kind of it and so one of the parts that really stuck out to me is this line and she says I have learned that if I want to rise I have to sink first I have to search for and depend upon the voice of inner wisdom instead of voices of outer approval this saves me from living someone else's life and I I will preach all day long about how independent I am and how I want to listen to my intuition. I want to do all of these things, but I have this really strong tendency for codependent guidance. Um, I think a lot of it comes back to the fact that I did damage my relationship with my intuition for so long. and I made so many quote unquote bad decisions for so long that I've I've really been having to try hard to almost start trusting myself again and to trust what I want to do is the right thing, to trust that my opinions are valuable, to trust that what I'm doing is good and smart and worthy. And so I have this tendency to need reassurance from other people. I needed it a lot during my marriage. I needed a lot during my divorce. I like kept... I, I think it also was such a mindfuck, sorry, but to be in a situation where what I was experiencing was behind closed doors and so no one else could see what was actually happening. And so in my head, I was like, okay, well, am I making up that it was this bad? That was a huge thing for me in therapy is that I would be like, okay, is it even that bad? Like, am I just being dramatic? Like, this is what happened, like, on paper, but, like, am I being dramatic to, like, think that that was hurtful and painful? And it really started with my therapist giving me that reassurance that I really needed that, no, this was bad. This needed to be left. This needed to be, you know, safer. And, um, but it's kind of bled into everything. And anyone that has been gaslit (laughs) or abused, I should not be laughing. This is not a laughable matter. I'm just uncomfy. Um, but anyone that's had any sort of mind fucking experience knows that it's really hard to trust yourself after, um, the memory loss for my PTSD has made it even harder. And so anyway, moral of the story is that I need a lot of reassurance from people and it's something I'm really, really working on, but it is kind of my natural tendency to be like, hi, this is how I'm feeling or this is what I think. But like, what do you think? Like, you know better than I do. You know better than this. You know better than that. And I've done that with so much and I've really found myself falling into that again where 
every decision I need to make, I'm making it kind of based on what other people advise or what they think or what their opinion is. And that doesn't mean that their opinions aren't valuable or worthy or that you shouldn't get other people's opinions. But I have a really hard time trusting myself unless some outside source can verify it for me. And so while I was reading through Untamed and I have all these big life decisions coming up and I'm trying to figure out where to move and what to do and where I'm going to go next. This line just being like, when we look for outside opinions too much rather than sinking into ourselves and really feeling our intuition, we start living someone else's life. And I feel like this was just this huge wake-up call to me that Every time I let someone else make these other decisions for me, I am starting to live their life. I'm starting to make decisions that they would make. And that's their life. That's their opinion. That's their experience, right? We're all just projecting. We're all experiencing a world so different than what the other person is experiencing, right? It's kind of like this concept that everyone's been talking about lately that no one knows who you are like you do. They have this version of you inside their head based on their experience with you and their own internal dialogue that they've built up. How you think of you exists in no one else's mind but your own, which blew my mind. I literally couldn't get over it. And so when people give you advice it's based on what they experience and it's based on what they've been living and they've been seeing and their projection of you. It's what they think you should do based on this, you know, version of you they have in their head, but the version they have of you in their head is not the version that you have. And so seeking this outside approval, yes, it can be helpful. Yes, we need reassurance sometimes. But when we start relying on other people to give us the advice on what we should do moving forward, we just start living their life and that can bleed into absolutely everything from our business and taking business advice and coaching advice and Facebook ad advice to our personal relationships to where we need to live what to what we should be eating right like I see this this concept so greatly when it comes to food right like there are people that will be like you shouldn't eat any you know, you shouldn't be eating fruit all the time because there's so much sugar in it. And then there's people who are like, all you should be doing is eating raw fruits and veggies. Well, all you should be doing is eating a keto diet. Well, all you should be doing is eating a vegetarian diet. When people give me advice on food or stuff comes up in my social media or my research about food, literally everything I take with a grain of salt because I know I can find something else that contradicts it within five seconds. And it's the same with taking advice from other people. Their advice is built solely on their projection and experiences. It's what they would do in their life, but you could find something to contradict it. Everything has to come with a grain of salt. And so this podcast episode is really for you if you feel like you keep looking outward for this advice, for this guidance, because you have what you need inside of you. It's already there. You already know what you need to do. You're probably just looking for some sort of reassurance that that's what you need but when we start taking this advice and we start making our decisions based on other people's ideas and thoughts and projections we're just living someone else's life and this is your life this is your life to live this is your life to tweak this is your life to change to stretch to grow and so another line that really stuck out to me 
um, in when I was rereading Untamed is that a surface desire is one that conflicts with our knowing. We must ask of our surface desires, what is the desire beneath this desire? Is it rest? Is it peace? Is it safety? Is it growth? And so when we find ourselves wanting something on a surface level, right? Maybe you're making a decision. Maybe you're needing to make a pivot. I want you to go even deeper than that surface decision, that surface desire and be like, what am I hoping to feel? What am I hoping to obtain out of doing this? Is it peace? Is it love? Is it experience? And really get down to the foundation on why you're making the decisions that you are because at the end of the day, we make every decision we do. We do everything that we do. We take action. We think. We do all of these things to feel something. Maybe that's more love. Maybe that's more peace. Maybe that's more connection. I don't know what it is for you, but I want you to start digging so deep into your soul and this knowing and this intuition to be like, what is it that I really want to obtain? Take away all the logistics, take away the the surface desires, take away the worldly whatever and be like, what is this feeling that I'm really hoping to obtain here? How is it that I want to feel in my life? What is it that I really want for myself? And then start bringing that in more based on nothing other than your intuition. You can look for guidance. You can look for reassurance, right? Sometimes we need those things, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes all we need is ourself and our guidance. And I want you to really start trying to identify what that is that you're needing and then identify how your intuition and your knowing feels about it without going for outward guidance first. That is my goal for the next few months, for the next few years, for my entire life is that even if I feel like I need reassurance, right? Because it's going to happen. Sometimes I don't trust myself. I'm going to take a moment to sit with myself and be like, okay, If I didn't need this guidance or if the guidance was to just listen to my body and to just listen to my intuition and to just listen to my heart, what is it that that's telling me? What is it that my knowing knows? I want to look inward first before I look outward. I'm going to make the intention to no longer make other people's guidance my priority. I'm my priority. My intuition is my priority. I'm going to look inward first before I start looking outward and looking for that guidance and I'm going to prompt you to do the same. Whatever it is in your life right now that you feel like you need help with, that you're not sure what to do next, that you're not sure where to go, where to pivot, where to stretch, where to grow, I want you to just take a second and sit with yourself and think, what do I want underneath this surface desire? How do I want to feel? What am I wanting to obtain? And how does that feel in my body? Really ask yourself the questions, right? The decisions that you need to make and think, how does this feel on my body like lately I've had to be like okay my lease is up do I want to stay in Los Angeles and that feels like an absolute no my stomach gets tight it feels icky it just doesn't feel good and then I think okay do I want to move to New York yet 
And that one feels better, but it still feels like a, let's not rush there. Let's not get there faster than we need to. Let's get there on the right terms. And then I'm like, okay, then do I take my stuff to my parents? Do I just travel around for a bit? And that one feels like the calmest in my body. That one feels like my nerves and my cells, they just kind of settle down for a second. That one feels like peace. And so I can go to everyone else in my life a million times and be like, hey, what do you think I should do? What do I do about this? What do I do about this? But at the end of the day, my body knows, my intuition knows, my knowing knows what we need to do. And so I want you to just give yourself permission to fall back into yourself and to really feel those things and let them sit there and just really feel what that peace feels like in your body and break it down into these little micro decisions, these little micro questions so that you can decide and make small little decisions that feel best in your body. If you need to look for guidance, great, but this is your life. You get to make decisions to live your own life. And when we make these decisions that other people want us to make, we're making decisions based on their life. We're living their life. We're literally just an actor playing their movie. And I want you to step into your own and to make these decisions based on no one but you and your intuition because your intuition knows what you need. You just need to fall into it and you just need to trust it, okay? So that's how we're going to leave this episode today. I'm so excited to be back with you guys. There really are so many amazing and fun things coming up. Um, I'm really excited to just take you on this journey with me and I've really tried and I'm trying. It is very much an effort that I'm having to make still, but to be a little bit more transparent with you guys. I literally think of you like my friends, like my family, like my community. And so I really want to let you in on this time of my life where things are changing and things are really, really beautiful and they're also really hard. And I want you to know that that's normal and that's okay. And I hope by being transparent with that, I can help you a little bit too. If you're feeling like you're the only one (laughs) that's going through hard times, you're absolutely not. We are all just coexisting in this space of hard and easy and beautiful and sad and all of these things can coexist at once and you're not alone in that. So I'm really excited to have you guys here. If there's anything that I can help you with in particular as we plan out the next, you know, the rest of the year's worth of podcasts and content and all of those things, please slide into my messages, my inbox, whatever it is. I always want to hear from you. Please leave us a review. It means the world if you enjoy the podcast. It helps us get the word out. It helps us get more podcast guests um, on the podcast to help you as well. And so I love you guys. I mean it. I'm so excited to be back with you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.